Oh, man. Holy shit. Love, 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 love. No, okay. <laughs> That's Dating. a callback. <laughs> love. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Not that kind of love, though. Not the nitty love. Oh, man. Whoa. No. Hey, folks. Whoa. Welcome back. To another exciting episode of I'm Not Supposed to I'm Be Here. I'm Not Supposed to Be Here. Hey. Hey. Uh, oh, man. I am one of your your hosts at the wheel today, Trent L. Dixon, and I'm here with my other host, Lucas MG. Oh, yeah. I like that. Uh, I'm at the wheel. I like that. That's <laughs> yeah. nice. I like that touch. Oh, man. And we are so fortunate to be accompanied by Eclectic Sage. Slash Christian Felix. You already know. (laughs) More confident than ever after the year. The boy. What's up? Really, more confident than ever. At least artistically wise. Like now, now I could genuinely be like, oh yeah, my name is Eclectic Sage. Like it's just like, Mm. or like, hey, I'm Sage. Or like, hey, this is cool. Like, it's a lot different than like, hey, I've like write a couple songs in like my phone and stuff. Mm. (laughs) It's like myself. Like my family is like, so when's music coming out? So you're a musician now? And I'm like, oh. I guess. Yo, <laughs> Jules, we need that mastered copy. Yeah, Ju- Jules, this is for you. Where's the master? <laughs> Where's the master for Phantoms? <laughs> yeah, you, you know there's going to be some uh, holiday conversations, so. You oh, still man. doing the music thing? Yeah, like. <laughs> what do you do? We need, we need that mastered copy. It's funny because he listens to every episode, so he's going to hear this and be like, it just be. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm never going on the podcast ever again. <laughs> Hey, you're always welcome. You Sully, my Jules. good name. <laughs> we just need uh, we need that master copy. We need that master copy of Phantoms. Hey, no another single. Things take time. Yeah, we're, nah, we're not gonna we're not gonna rush the, the greatness. Yeah, we can't rush the process because it's right, already though. great. But once once you put those finishing touches on it, it's gonna be. Yeah, no, I I feel mm. them though because. One mastering twelve songs and mixing it by yourself is insane. Like I wish I could help him on that part. Like he's, a one, <laughs> he's, a, he's fucking amazing. He's a one man army. What doing it all by himself? That's why I'm like, ah, take your time. But like, dang man, <laughs> I want to. I'm, I'm so excited to drop it. I'm so excited to drop it. Huh? Maybe now maybe he's saving it for a Christmas present. Oh uh, maybe. Mm. Oh, play more party type uh, things. Yeah, Crimbus release. Like Crimbus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I was just thinking if there's usually twelve songs on an album. <clears throat> it usually takes a lot of time. So how much, how many hours into, how many hours equate into the, you know, three minute um, finished project? It's it, a lot. It depends. It depends because. From like writing, then recording, and then. I feel like. Probably doing it again. Yeah, I feel it depends on, depends on how like the person processes or does their music. Because I remember Migos was like, oh yeah, we make our songs look up in three minutes. Mm-hmm. Which. Having like done that and recorded, that makes sense. Like if you put in a lot of reps, then like you can get the recording. The spirit of the recording is usually in the first couple takes. Yeah. So if you articulate well enough and you have like the spirit of the recording, then you just add your ad libs and maybe like boost the production value a little bit. Yeah. You can make some like amazing music. Problem with that is like if you keep on doing like three minute songs and like do that and then that's the intention and then you don't really have like a leading like um a leading method methodology in terms of how you cut or mix stuff mm-hmm. you're just going to end up with a bloated project with like 24 songs yeah yeah that sounds like modern modern day releases pretty much yeah because it's difficult 
I always tell people like with certain artists, you got to look at it as like look at the fan base and then does like it's called like the four quadrant theory. I forgot where I learned it from, mm-hmm. but basically it's like you're looking at a coordinate plane, right? And it's like you have the different demographics and you got to you got to kind of spread yourself as far as possible to reach every demographic once you hit mm-hmm. like a certain superstar level. Honestly, Which is sounds, weird. I think Drake does that pretty fucking well, right? Yeah, but then that's the that's some of the issue that people have because they're just like, what is this bloat? Like, what are some of these lines? What is right. so that would be like the critique? But then I was watching a review, um, and he was talking of about of of just Drake and the newer project because he released um, a scary Whose hours. Was it? Um, let me pull up his name. I love his reviews. Is what, that the the Anthony that guy? I love no. Anthony Fantano. Uh, for the people are like, why? As an artist, like that's he, cool. He just, I'm he glad just that like, you're. I like I like his critiques too. I like his critiques. Really? I don't always agree with them, but I like his critiques. Yeah, that's like, important. I feel like it's very solid and it's very. Watch him giving me like a six. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we gonna we gonna pull up on him if he gives. Is he? Is <laughs> he? Does he have like a background in music or is he just? I think so. W- I believe so. I, 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 I'm more than positive. I've seen him with instruments in his reviews and yeah, he okay. knows how to play and stuff. He knows or how to like, play bass and does everything. He, did he like study music theory or something, or is he just an opinionated sure. guy who likes music? Yeah, but I feel like, I feel like. He and Drake's beef is pretty priceless. Yeah, it's it's funny, but at the same time, I understand where he's coming from because his sensibility, depending on where your origin sensibilities, is gonna mm-hmm. affect like every type oh, of music yeah. that you like. Wow. So he yeah. comes from like rock, and maybe more alternative and like mm-hmm. that type of soundscape. And then also he's coming from like maybe growing up early two thousands ish. Yeah. So like that like. My Chemical Romance or whatever, like that mm-hmm. type of sound, even though maybe he doesn't like that band, like that sound and that soundscape <laughs> generally is like where his ear gravitates to. Mm-hmm. And then he's reviewing rap and R&B projects primarily. Mm-hmm. So primarily because there's a lot more rap and R&B albums that's because true. rap is a pervading. That's what's popular. That's what that's the yeah. most popular thing. So even if rap he's reviewing rock star. Yeah. yeah. But um. Yeah, you saw when Drake was like, you a fucking walking L or something. Like, the only <laughs> W you got is marrying a black woman or something. Like, oh, damn. He called him out on his story. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. But I appreciate his reviews because it's technical and it, it introduces me to how to evaluate music on a very, very technical level. And then mm. I evaluate it on, like, an artistic level. So now I can see, like, how the commercial value of something it it basically provides a whole different lens and then it's so separate from my identity because i'm like i grew up in r&b i listened to funk i listened to this type of thing so i'm like Mm -hmm. it's like i remember one time he reviewed the steve lacy album it was apollo and i was like this is the best album ever i looked at the review and i was like oh my gosh he finally reviewed steve lacy just to give him like a low score and i was like damn he doesn't get it what were his critiques um his critiques were that Basically, whenever I like the way he reviews because he looks at each individual artist and their chart of where they are in their in their career. And he looks at it as like, I see a lot of potential with this, but I can see more. And sometimes I feel like he encompasses that in review. So he's not going to give you a high score on your first project yeah. unless it's like genre bending or like 
so crazy, so far removed from the current sound of things. Mm-hmm. And it does it at like an expert level. The mixing is right. The volume levels. Because mm-hmm. I was talking to another artist the other day. Um, I had shot behind the scenes for their video. And then she was talking about how like she would love to work with artists, but she's worked for so long in the in the industry and everything mm-hmm. that um now she wants to be like at least in the equivalency of with who she like shares her her like time with in terms of her mm-hmm. artistry because she's like i want to see someone invest in their artistry she was like oh yeah but like one of the main stipulations is like is the mix rate is like one of the things so it does affect the mix rate you said yeah and Meaning i didn't like how much you charges or what no so like how much how much the volume and like the levels of everything and how clear everything sounds like mm-hmm. you see how we have like a soundboard and everything some people were like when i record a song on my phone it doesn't sound this clear yeah. or something like that so it takes a lot of equipment it takes a lot of investment it takes a lot of like technical skill and technical um because it's like engineers and everything that go behind it Mm-hmm. So it's just like it's a time investment and it's a skill investment. And it's a lot of that. So it's mm-hmm. just like I want somebody that has the same type of skill investment to p- kind of mm. kind of do that. Now, I kind of disagree. I'm like, if the if the person has the artistry and the potential and I see something yeah, that I want to like, I want to be a part of that person's journey and want to maybe like look at it and be like, hey, you're making ways where there are no ways. You're charting a path. Mm-hmm. And then you're doing it no matter what, mm-hmm. whether on a phone, whether on this mix. So I, I kind of disagree in that. But kind of looking at Fantano and saying like, hey, the mix is not right. Or like there could be more or maybe the song is too bloated or maybe the song is too thick. It gives you a, a different type of discernment so that when you make your own thing, at least from my perspective, mm-hmm. you kind of keep that in mind. But like just still make your your stuff anyways. Like I, at the end of the day. Yeah. One reviewer is not going to kill the review. It may be like, it just may bring more eyes to the audience. Cause I know after that, I've listened to Steve Lacey even more. <laughs> Cause yeah, I yeah. was just like, I was like, I stand by, but it made me more solidified. I was going to say, do you find yourself trying to, to, to look for those, uh, those points, uh, that are spoken in the criticism, like yeah. looking for all those little technical pieces and then seeing if they improved on later projects. Stuff yeah. Like and I feel like that did motivate, like, at least at some level for the next project that came out because it wasn't the same type of project. And it was it was cool because it charted the evolution. And I like the, the new pro- the project. It was, uh, mm-hmm. I think it was uh, Gemini Rights. Um, I'm a little biased because I'm a Gemini myself. So. <laughs> but so I felt like that album, like, encompassed, like, the whole experience of it. I was like, yeah, that's, yep. But, that's um. Hmm. The other one was more R&B-ish and more kind of like Steve Lacey has a nice sensuality to his music and he has like a nice kind of like melting kind of a melting type of like atmosphere. Like if you ever heard the inside is very hypnotic and I feel like the new songs were not very hypnotic, but it was just like it was encompassing that the the way that things were be in the past like how hypnotic it would be but then it kind of maturing and kind of hmm. kind of like talking about like a deeper subject because the other ones were more so like focused on love and like the feelings of falling into it and like maybe like kind of discerning like did i love too fast or something like that mm-hmm. and then the newest project was kind of like a breakup project or like breakup album or like trying to understand a relationship mm-hmm. 
What was his most recent release? That uh for Steve, Steve Lacey? Yeah. Gemini Rates. Mm. That was the last one, but That was this year? Uh I think so. I maybe. I remember Bad Habits was I have to remember. Jeez. But yeah, that, that that song. When I, it came out. That's yeah. I bite my tongue it's a bad habit. That song fire. Could somebody mm. bite their tongue is a bad habit? Yeah. That doesn't sound how. It's like some people like get nervous and they kind of go like this. I can't like, see or even biting. when you're chewing gum. Like, yeah, I like, bit my tongue before, or but like if I'm stressed, I'll like bite my the inside of my like, cheek or bite not, your nails. Not as like a habit, but like if I'm chewing gum, it'll happen by accident. But like, does anybody chew on their tongue and be like, "Fuck, I gotta stop doing this"? It's possible. I see. Oh, yeah. you know what? That just reminded me. This is this is the guy. His name is Professor, Professor? Sky. He's cool. He's like a French professor that like really loves hip hop. Was not really into listening during the 2010s regretted it and then was just like hey i'm gonna review like a lot of these projects and everything for fun like doesn't really put ads mm-hmm. or anything just is like what is and he tries to stay on the more positive side so while fantano reviews the technical where it stands and where it could like improve mm-hmm. he looks at the value of art and the context mm-hmm. because every piece of art speaks to the context of the decade and he's trying to understand, like, what it, what is this art and what is the function that is serving for both the person, the artist, and society at large? And I'm like, with the combination of those two, you can get a lot of information, a lot of cool things. And then also it's separate from my perspective because, like, my identity is, like, I'm a, I'm a Spanish slash, like, um, what's it called black person from like new york what's it called immersed in the scene of music i know right <laughs> what's it called immersed in the scene of music and immersed in like the underground of hip-hop listening to different types of sounds and everything from my parents and having that type of thing while they're kind of looking at it from a more academic perspective they're looking at it like gracefully i respect it and from like the perspective of just like the white experience and they're just like okay we're not gonna completely like understand every facet and like we're gonna use our privilege to speak on these things and speak on them with such finesse and with such love and care because i can tell that they look at their identities and like i understand that i may not understand this music but i'm gonna do this as effectively as possible to communicate what i can glean from it from a human perspective and i'm like all right that's really cool and it's it's cool to see that and then just look at like other reviewers like i know sean c is another reviewer that's on youtube that he used to review a lot of music and Hmm. i used to watch him when i was a little kid and like those music reviewers like informed like how i would look at music and how like i'll be like all right this is like um the mindset that the person had or like wow this is like this is for a vibe or this is for a bop or this is for like this type of thing kind of placing it Mm-hmm. So it was like the hodgepodge of those three and kind of understanding like, mm-hmm. hey, you can make like really fire music and it can entertain different crowds. And then when all three of them are in agreement, I'm just like, you just made something fire. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's a good marker of of the craft. Yeah. But at the, sen- at the same time, I feel like um, I kind of feel more so acquainted to like the opinions of like, I don't know, Rick Rubin. Or like mm-hmm. Denise Villeneuve, or like anyone, or like even Andre 3000 now with the release of it, like his album with the flute. Shit was so nice. Yeah, it was it was really good. But I've listened to that front to back at least half a dozen times. Yeah, it's it's, it's great. great. 
especially when you're trying to mellow out. Yeah. Yeah. You've listened to it? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I listened to it the first day it came out like two times back to back when I was at work. <laughs> it was great. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like make the art for yourself. And it's just like the person that you have to entertain is yourself. That's that's very interesting because I remember 50 Cent uh, famously. So I, I don't I don't remember exactly who he was coming at, but he was uh, he was essentially criticizing rappers who say they make it for themselves. He was like, yo, you don't make it for yourself, because if you made it for yourself, you keep that shit in your basement, in your car, wherever, and you right. release it, you know. Which yeah. is funny. I guess yeah. maybe what what um, one is expressing when they say that is that, like, make it from a, a genuine place within yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, for yeah. yourself, essentially. Yeah. And then Creating the art you want to see. Right. And, and that you yeah. want to hear. Typically, people or, will pick it up. Yeah. You know, oh, absolutely. That. I just think it's funny, though, because yeah. people, um, <clears throat> I, I suppose maybe he was just trying to justify him making art for other people, you know? Yeah. Right. I feel like making art for other people is pretty good too. Like that's a, that's even for me, that's harder than making it for yourself per se. Cause I make like when I started writing when I was like younger, like I would just make it and I'll be like, wow, this is a cool thing that I can do. And then like, you were just kind of drawn to like share it with another person. But it wasn't like I'm making this song for you until like later because then it was like i have a finesse like i could write a song for this person and yeah. like show them like hey this is like so it's kind of like making a meal it's like you make meals for yourself and then you have certain sensibilities and then when you have a certain recipe that everybody likes you tend <laughs> to make it for everyone like i know that's what happened at thanksgiving like my grandma makes the best stuff ever so she's like i just learned how to finesse the recipe for myself and then you make it for everybody else and it becomes a thing that people come back for so that's what people hey. mean, like when they like when they say I make it for myself. Like I put my sensibilities. I don't make it to, like, I don't know. Aunt Jemima is not gonna like, <laughs> is not gonna like my my recipe. <laughs> Jemima. Because it's not it's not it's not sweet and syrupy enough. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm making stuffing. <laughs> is Aunt Jemima still around? Uh, Aunt Jemima is like, it, the name got changed. For good reason because it was it, it was the pearl milling company now or mm-hmm. um but yeah it's because they used the the i think it's the mammy archetype but in back in like early film history they used to have different like archetypes or like different types of characters mm-hmm. and they used to kind of depict slavery a lot in those early Oof. early films and yeah her the mama character is basically like a person that has like just a overwhelming joy taking care like they're enslaved but they have an overwhelming like joy of like just taking care of like the map like the slave masters like children and everything mm. and trying to like feed and tend for them and it was kind of like the the white power fantasy of like oh yeah this is like complete servitude towards like servitude at while combining like maternal love right so it was like it was a little perverse and then it kind of got embraced in the um, marketing of their syrup because it was just like, oh yeah, this is just Aunt Jemima. And Aunt Jemima is like, and so then you can market right. around it. So so do they, is she still around or no? Technically, I mean, on the bottom of the box, or like, didn't it, like the bottle change or no? The bottle changed, but they still have her face on there. So I mean, 
so that people could recognize it. But I'm like, that defeats the the point. Yeah, you, yeah. Damn, sorry, I got distracted. Should I? Oh no, no, nothing bad. Well, I hope nothing bad. There's a few things going on, but oh no, we're good. Are you Not, sure? <laughs> well, <laughs> I hope this girl that uh, is supposed to be at work oh, is at work. Oh but, man, um, I think I'm good. And then I saw that um nothing i was looking at a supreme drop being distracted <laughs> ah, quite frankly supreme, but um, supreme. anyways um sounds like anthony fantano had a pretty good year sounds like drake had a pretty good year yeah sounds like sage had a pretty good year Ooh. and uh all of us for that matter so that being said i guess uh topic we're here today is we're capping off 2023. Huh? Ooh. It actually didn't even occur to me until sometime last night. I was like, wait, year's almost over. Yeah. Like, there's only a few days left, essentially. Yeah, pretty it's much. It's crazy. Yes. I don't know. I mean. Nice little wrap-up episode, honestly. Time is, uh, I don't know, always moving. Fleeting. Yeah. So Fleet. it's like, eh, it's not that, not that surprising. But one thing I did think of, super random Oh, whenever we're talking about biting, uh, biting your tongue, you know what? Something I I gave up in twenty twenty three is biting my nails. You gave it up, dude. You gave it up successfully. Cold turkey, dropped it, no problem. Wait, why did you? Uh, why did you feel the need to give it up? <sighs> I've been accused of having nubs at times, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so your decision was based on what other people think. <laughs> to a degree, uh, my mother definitely instilled that in me. Don't bite your nails. Girls don't like that. Um, oh damn! Which is mm. true. I mean, who the fuck wants to look? You know, when somebody's like pointing at something, <laughs> and they just got a fucking oh, situation going on. I don't want to look at your fingerless. Dude, oh, there's man. been times where, um, like, when uh, Mr. Christian and I worked together, we're like, I'd, we would have to work on an iPad and be like, oh yeah, just check out right here, and then just like <laughs> SpongeBob cutscene. You look at my finger, and it's just like, especially in winter, it's like close up with the bandaid yeah. on it. <laughs> And it's like in the winter, it's ashy and like cracked and oh, dude, there's, I don't know. I don't fucking know. So, Have y'all been nail biters? I'm uh, like, I bite my nails like really badly. Like I never really had nubs per se, but they are, I always have my nails like really short. Really? Yeah. Wait, by cutting them or? No, just by biting them. Like they always end up like this level. Oh, I mean, Let yours me aren't, mm-hmm. yours aren't. They're not that bad. They're, not that bad. No. They're not that bad. I, I've stopped more so recently. I think you know what helped surprisingly the pandemic. Really? Because <laughs> you have your mask on, so you can't oh. bite your nails. So then my nails just kind of like reformed, and they're like, "Thank God!" Like, <laughs> yeah. they, 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 like, Thank <laughs> so I, I I wasn't really able to bite them, and then I kind of like was just like, "Hey, I'm in a good spot. Like I I could find some other thing and just like twiddle my thumbs or something." Right. Twiddle my thumbs. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that that was one one like thing I'm actually pretty proud of. One because, dude, I mean, again, we've all seen fucked up nails where somebody's nails like that far down. Yeah, yeah. Just gross. Nobody like wants he, to see that. Hey, hey, hey our hey. studio managers uh, in the building. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. What about y'all? Um, I don't know if there's any habits I've given up uh, this year. Mm. Anything in particular? Uh, nah, all the bad ones are still there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what are the bad, the bad ones? Uh, I'm still procrastinating. But, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I think that's all. Wow. Nah, nah, nah. It's, 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 um, 
I've actually I've actually been more active this year. Really? Artistically, yeah. What do you procrastinate in? Um, I, I, I call it procrastination. It's also part inspiration. Really? Kind of what or too. a lack thereof or yeah. what? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I've been moving a lot more lately. Okay, yeah. that's um, good. That's just on like every level, like drawing. Do you procrastinate uh, in like not fun stuff, like laundry and? Groceries and yeah. all that shit. Okay, that ain't gonna stop. I don't. Yeah, I think I'm that's actually, just an adult procrastination. I think, I think I've everybody. gotten worse at laundry. What is the, the time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna it lie. comes with time. Yeah. What is, What is being done in the time when you know everything, X is supposed to be else. really like yeah. like just doom scrolling? I, mean, or? I think. I think. Well, I mean, I, I hesitate to say procrastination. And okay. a friend of mine told me the term, and I can't remember the term, but a lot of it is I spend so much time and energy uh, at work yeah. that when I get home, I kind of want to take my time back from me, mm. you know. And and like, what does that consist of? Um, whatever the hell I want. Like, it, it, there isn't like yeah. a specific activity. Okay, but I mean, no, I know, know what you it mean. Might be you know, like it'll start. It'll be like you know. I was good at work today, so let me watch a movie. All right, well, now that I finished the movie, let me go out to eat. And then <laughs> and then after you come back from eating, oh, man, I'm tired. Let me go take a nap. And then you got work in the morning. You're like, damn, I had to do laundry. <laughs> yeah, actually, okay. Like, that's that's usually what happens. And it's also, like, super cold now. Yeah, like, it's freezing. Uh, sometimes, I do, sometimes I'll do, like, my laundry at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning because I what? have, like, the 20s. Because, oh, like, cause like, I'll get home and it's, like, the, the first thing I want to do is work out because if I don't, then I'm going to be too tired. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, and so, I'll, so the laundromat, if it's going to be open, I can do that anytime. And then now that it's cold, it's, like, I'm not going out at 2 o'clock in the morning and 20 Damn. degrees or whatever. You have yeah. to, is it in your building or no? <laughs> no, I got to walk. So the one that's 24 hours is like an 11-minute walk, uh, which feels like it takes forever because it's like a few blocks away. 11 minutes in the cold with a cart. It's and not then, fun. It's not. No, fun. I just I just toss like the bags over my shoulder. That's even worse. I've done both. Is it on a stick? You got like a knapsack on a stick, <laughs> like a bindle, like I'm a homeless person. No. Oh, and a piece mm, and a, a polka dot knapsack. <laughs> oh, and man. some finger lips gloves. Like, I wonder where that comes from. Where's that young hobo going? That young hobo. Oh my gosh. Nah, and then the one that closes at eight is like a. It's like five minute walk away. Oh, but it closes. But at that eight. shit is so yeah. stressful. Yeah, and you get home at like six thirty, and it's like got to scramble. And da, 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 da. Like, yeah, yeah. I've I've walked into to laundry mats where they're like, yo, you're not gonna wash and dry in time. You can't use our. Oh. Shit. But but no 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 no. Overall, it, it's been a good year. I've definitely um mm -hmm. one of my goals was uh, for this year, which I kind of pulled back on, mm -hmm. uh, which I'm kicking myself. Um, <clears throat> was uh, be open to all opportunities and and don't let anyone slip. And I've let a few slip towards the end. Uh, Wait, sorry, no repeat that? Uh, be open to more opportunities. And I had a, a, a really cool opportunity at the beginning of the year. And then towards the middle, I had some opportunities I kind of let slip. And as I, I kind of checked myself on it. And now I'm kind of back in form. I guess yeah. it's kind of the, the bell curve of, uh, you know, resolutions and whatnot, right? Yeah. It's like real solid, real solid. Woo! I don't, I don't, what do we that we i don't know because we me and a good friend of mine we stopped calling them resolutions we call them intentions okay ah. so i don't know the, the idea of resolutions they kind of i don't i don't know there's kind of a uh i guess a uh a weird connotation with them so 
Yeah. yeah. It's, pretty, it's like pretty fickle. I feel like it'll be like, I oh, agree. yeah, I'll set an intention. That's a good word, fickle. And yeah. then, like, mid year, you don't even like remember what you said. And then at the end of the year, you think back and you're like, I'm going to make the same ones I did last year. And it's just like, and it's just like, I feel like, like you said, like, if you leave with intention, it's just like, hey, the intention's there. And like, maybe the actions may not correlate, but like, you can still be like, I'm going to assume that attention again and keep on working towards it. Facts. And it's a little bit more lenient than, oh, man, I didn't complete this one. It's not like, uh, you know, complete or did not complete. It's more so like in the progress of completing. Yeah, absolutely. Like things you're working on. Bless you in advance. Um, but no, that's, that's also another one of my intentions is be more forgiving of myself because I can be uh, hard on myself. Yeah, you, you know, say you're procrastinating. Uh, you were like, oh, yeah, first thing I do, I got to go. I got to work out. So, <laughs> yeah. But but what about you, Sage? What's 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 you? Uh, you got rid of any bad habits? You tossed any of those bad boys out the window um, on your way into 2023? Mm, 2024. I mean, like, oh. like going in the year, uh, like bad habits you got. Yeah. Um, Bad habits, not biting your tongue <laughs> no while you're rapping. Um, I guess I guess one thing was like relying too heavy on like music listening instead of like dealing with my problems. I feel like I just dealt with my no, problems well. instead. Ooh, that's so, a good one. Yeah, because yeah. I looked at my Spotify listening minutes and instead of having like the hundred fifty eight thousand I usually have, it was only sixty seven thousand. Oh wow! Mind you, I was listening to music. I was making my own stuff, but like, yeah, yeah. But at the same, so it was probably like about the same ish. But like, instead of doing that, I'll like create and do something mm-hmm. rather. So it changed the dynamic. It was like rather than being like a person that consumes, I was a person that like manufactured and built. And I felt mm-hmm. like that was the theme of the year, and it felt it felt really rewarding to like to to solid. I'm glad totally. I went before you. That was yeah. a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sir Sage, you're a hard act to follow. Oh man. No, um, yeah, that's uh that's that's a good one, yeah. Being yeah. proactive about um, you know, the challenges that Laya had. Yeah, but what it about was, it was pretty tough. What about any uh, I mean obviously we got phantoms under your belt. Well Ooh, yeah, so technically te- technically it's, I mean it's, not yet, but yes, not yet. Yeah. It's like right there. I but mean all the songs are finished. Like it's just mass it's just mastering at this point. It's not even mixing. It's like literally like is the sound levels like good? Like mm-hmm. am I too in front of the mix or am I too behind? Right. And it's just like I understand those things. So mm-hmm. but other than that, like I don't know. I feel very proud of what, like, all the stuff I did. Like, we started the podcast. We're doing that. Like, like I, I, this is like one of my like favorite. Like, even before, like, Phantoms was nowhere close to finish. Podcast. Wait, 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 and then, like, let's execute with finesse. And, like, I feel like in, like, all the projects that, like, either, like, I was able to witness or, like, just happenstance, like, I just happened to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, we just, like, were able to make something new and, like, finesse and make something that, like, I like to generally, like, go back to and listen to. <laughs> like, I listened to every episode at least, like, three times already. Damn. Wow. Because so at least the first time I got to, like, listen to make the title. And then the second time I just go back because I want just to like hear our voices and then right like we're i was like the top this was the top podcast listening on spotify 
which is funny because I have to listen to them in my files usually. So that means mm-hmm. I, I go back and revisit. So I'm like, wow, that's cool. And it made it made it so that I wasn't so heavily reliant on like watching like and trying to understand the world through like news or something, mm-hmm. which is cool because usually I look at the world and I'm like, all right, let me balance like this news source, this news source, this news source to like stay up to date. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like, why do you need to stay up to date with things? Why can't you just like pull away and then come back and peer in when things are important? Because there was a, there was a thing and it was like not every day is historical. Every day is historical because it's another day you're living. Yeah. But not every day's events is like the biggest event possible. Yeah. But with the 24 hour news cycle, it's like breaking news, breaking news, breaking news, and it causes more anxiety and stress. So it's just like this year was kind of like like I said, just kind of taking a step back, yeah. and then instead of like having the feelings, because I mean, sheesh. Literally, I talked about it before on my birthday. Instead of looking at climate change news. All I had to do was look outside and there was like, it was a plume of smoke over New York. Like it's, there's no need to be like spread awareness. It's just yeah. like, it's just like, what are the actions I can take? I can create art. I can have a genuine conversation about the problems and the things that we can fix. I can look at my siblings and be like, hey, make sure you recycle. Those are meaningful actions more so than just talk, like listening and consuming Mm-hmm. more studies and more things proving the same thing that we all know is true. Right. And yeah, just trying to change that dynamic. Because I want to get to a point where, like, I feel confident and empathic enough to kind of go out there and make different type of changes mm-hmm. and be the change that I want to see, but do it in a way in which it's actually fruitful and not just kind of, like, preaching to the choir. Mm-hmm. preaching to mm-hmm. the people that already agree with me so trying to be a little bit more versatile but you have to be kind of structured in yourself a little bit definitely yeah yeah to yeah. chart that like uh uncharted territory i guess you know yeah, yeah. you definitely have to have solid um uh, interior structure for sure yeah because it's like you're going to be tested in an uncharted t- territory and you're going to be like moving in like maneuvering in ways that you don't even know that you can maneuver. Yeah. And they have to help guide other people to do so too. Yeah. And then also look at like some of the fallacies that you're told are truths and kind of navigate through that and kind of like parse through information. Because mm-hmm. it was cool because I was talking to um, another artist friend. Her name is Tiani. Shout out to her. She like released a, a song called Awake. And we're having a conversation and discussion, and it was I was talking to her about um, like the importance of like dissecting information, mm-hmm. and like no matter how much you agree with the source and how much the source is correct at that moment, no matter who you talk to, no matter what pedestal you elevate, like your news source, they're not going to tell you a hundred percent of the truth all the time. Because even as people, we don't tell everything about ourselves a hundred percent of the time. Every time, mm-hmm. that's what makes us people. So it's just like being able to parse through the information and knowing the the logical structure of where it comes from. And then she taught me to like, yes, spread your information, spread the sources that you know, but then also take where they where they are as a person and kind of like move forward with that understanding and mm-hmm. kind of just be like, hey, I can present you all these sources and everything and all these things and move forward with you still being like with me in terms of like ideas and everything, but still mm-hmm. believe in something different. That's what where the nuance comes in. 
And yeah, mm-hmm. just learning that this year too was a cool, cool, cool thing to learn and Absolutely. like apply going forward. Oh, nice. Sounds like you're talking about critical thinking as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a, that's important, especially when, um, you know, taking in information. Like you yeah, said, a lot like, of it at that. That's crazy. I was thinking about that the other day on how being on the, the 24-hour news cycle, <clears throat> we don't. We don't have a time to breathe. Yeah. Because I, mean, I was I was thinking about, you know, the biggest difference between myself then and myself now. It's like how I think about things. It's like hard to really <clears throat> hard to really take a hold of something and stick with it and then spend time with it because we're all they're constantly stuff is just constantly being thrown at us. Like I can't remember, you know, the last three school shootings because there's been yeah, so many. So many so many. Yeah. Uh, mm, or the last you know name the last person that got us you know, that was big person that got assaulted by police because it happened so mm-hmm. often. I saw a video this morning. Um, see I didn't even know the video this morning. Yeah. But it's just like kind of learning to parse through the information and then also not subjecting yourself to the trauma of like every event possible Absolutely. happening in human history at once to your phone the, because that takes a toll on that you. is too much it's, dude that seriously fucks people up it, it's yeah. too much i've literally seen people like just yeah in a pro- and then i just had like i i listened to the episode the other day and you're like just looking at the experience human experience and so like i took that and i was just like i was like i woke up and i was like man i feel so bad because i was looking at like all the stuff around the world and then i mm-hmm. stopped and i was just like What's going bad today in your life? Mm-hmm. And then I just walked through the day, and I was like, I just went to work today. I saw my friends today. I made music today, and then I went home today. So it was just a regular day for me. Yeah. And aside from the information that I was given from an outside source, mm-hmm. my day was perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. Not to say that that information wasn't important, and that like I shouldn't have a stake in that. Absolutely. But at the same time, you have to be able to distance and like learn to step into the fight. And learn when you have to like observe the fight from a distance, because mm-hmm. yeah. it's like it's like those old shows when like the master is kind of sitting and it's like war is on the horizon and it's like mm-hmm. all peaceful. It's kind of like he he observed the the slight changes in the distance mm-hmm. to prepare himself mentally that something is going to happen. Right, and it's kind of like moving 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 with that type of thing. The art of war. Yeah, I actually read the art of war when I was a little kid. My dad made me read it. Mm-hmm. Your dad sounds so amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to meet him so bad. <laughs> what was his angle behind he, you to read that? I think he had to read it for business school and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, he was telling me to read it because he wanted me to read, um, be well read, and like read choose your own adventure books, which is like a thing, and like understand the importance of choices. He made you read the art of the deal. Nah, oh my gosh, that would have been terrible. If if anything, he would have told me. Just slaps it on your desk. If anything, he would have told me. He would have. He would have took me away from that one. The only book I I disagreed with, and I'll talk to talk about this on a later one, Mm -hmm. is um, uh, Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand, and I disagree so corely with like her philosophy Mm. that is just like. It's too too self interested to the point where it's self destructive, and like the book, it just doesn't speak to like all the other things that I believe like to my core. So like mm-hmm. that's the only one I was just like not accepting that he was just like yeah you should read that one, 
Because I feel like that also contributes to the mentality of business culture to be so self and bootstrap-esque, kind of like get everything on your own. Yeah. And I feel like that book is like the epitome of that. And then you look at her history as a person and it's just like, it's just not, it's not something I vibe with all, all the time. I see. I've got, I've got a lot of opinions on that narrative, but we're going to save that for another Yeah, episode. that's another episode. The one I feel that like we that. were planning on. <laughs> yeah. Like, that popped up in my head. But I want to share with y'all a date. Mm-hmm. February date. 10th, 2023. That's our remember first this recording, isn't it? The first? No. No? Oh, wait, that's the museum? Yes. Really? Yeah. We were at Hopper Museum. I was going through photos just Dang. Now. Did I tell that you was... I went back recently? And they had like a permanent Hopper installation. Oh, there. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They had, um, I can't remember exactly, but they definitely had the one with like the clown in it, mm. which is vi- like a very yeah, kind of jarring image, especially for his body of work. It, it kind of like, I don't know, sticks out a bit. But um, yeah, but anyways, so- yeah, we we went back and yeah, I was like, wow, grassroots right here. Yeah. For those, yes, it all started. Uh, for those listening, that's sort of the uh, the inception of the podcast right there. We uh, Right in the Whitney. Yeah, we went to the Whitney, looked at art, talked about our favorites, and then afterwards sat down for about two or three hours and had a deep conversation about like what it means to be an artist and what art like stands for and what it means. And it's just trying to understand like the context. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that's really awesome. Yeah, that was quite a whirlpool of uh, converging worlds. That was Uh, our last episode. I mean, us three and then. You know, yeah. we have Rod in there and Rod Sterling, yeah. or yeah. excuse me, Sterling. And then <laughs> we have Hopper uh, Infusion. Yeah, there was a lot of a and lot of uh, mixing there. James Dean on the production. Yeah. On the production, <laughs> my boy. Here for most most of the episodes, honestly. Yeah, man. true, man, true. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been quite a year. I can't believe that was February tenth. Yeah. Today so is it's... December tenth. Is it? No, 10 of the trip, and it's the 7th. 7th. Yeah, it's the 7th. It's pretty close. Anyways, yeah. I mean, it's been it's been a good year, man. I don't know. Time is... I don't know. I was just on a trend. Like, I work with... Everybody I work with is, like, significantly younger than me. And I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm always just kind of like... I mean, I'm 30, so I'm not... I'm no spring chicken, so to speak. But, um, <laughs> you know, I'm not old. I'm older. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's just like second by second, everybody has the same allotted amount of time, but some people are just born later than others, and it's like, I don't know. That's yeah, really it profound. all, it all, it all equates. You know what I mean? Like your thirty will be Christian. Your thirty will be just the same amount of time as my thirty, and then I don't know. The cycle just endlessly fucking repeats. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. And then like you just zoom out to like. Yeah, how how the years go by, and it's just like it's the same exact concept of like it's the same amount of time every time, and it doesn't slow down, it doesn't stop, it just kind of is what it is. So you know, it's a cool concept that like I was listening to somebody in an interview for the New York Times, and she was like, she was an active person in um, the journalistic community for a while, but she was like talking at fifty, and she was just like, oh yeah, you're as you get older, the years start to blur. And then, like, it meshed more. So it was just like, oh, yeah, like, 30s and 20s was just like, that was just one year for me or two seconds. (laughs) And, like, the concept of relatively towards age is so insane to me. Because I'm like, because if you're, like, 20, the biggest, like, 
a largest chunk of your life is like your your childhood but then like you reach a point where like you're you live more longer as an adult than you have as like yeah it's a trip as like a kid mm. and it's just like or like the inverse like you live more as a kid than like an adult mm-hmm. and it's just like oh wow like this is this is insane that like your perspective could change so wholly yeah because like just because of like the years and your relative like relationship to time and 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 the nature of like how you understand the events of your life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and it's just like as you go i mean just like time yeah i mean needless to say it's just like yeah nothing ever stops and you always just have or on like a continuous kind of track of uh figuring everything out i mean it never ceases to amaze me how often and this sounds stupid but it's just like or not stupid but like no duh but it's just like you're always on a ever kind of like rolling track of like decisions and shit i kind of thought about this the other day so walk with me here but it's basically like so you're set you're like you know you're on like this uh we'll call it like a a treadmill you know you just keep moving forward in time and it's like you have all these different obstacles along the way and you have to like it's like ding highlight on that one okay i have to choose and it's like you choose so this is kind of funny but like (laughs) you choose you choose right you choose wrong or you do nothing and it's like you do nothing, then you then you're wrong. So you kind of have like a one third shot, like initially of getting it yeah. right. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, or if you just kind of do nothing, which I've done, and you try to like duck it or jump over it, then you get fucking dealt with regardless. Doing nothing yeah. is a decision too. Yeah, and so it's like, you know, it's like, well, shit, you might as well, you know, take a stab at like doing the right thing, and <laughs> <laughs> even that, you have a shot at not getting it right. So have it's ever, just like uh, played Road Rash. That's no. what it sounds like. It's this really old video game on Sega Genesis where it's Whoa, like you're on, a, um, you're on a motorcycle and it's third person. So the camera's behind okay. you and, you know, you can only really go left and right to dodge right. Ob- obstacles. And then if yes. somebody else comes up next to you, you know, you can kick them or swing like a chain and knock oh, them off like, their motorcycle. Right. Oh, I think it's like kind of a racing game as well. But, yeah, that's what that reminded me. And of. that's I mean, yeah, and that's that's pretty much it. Like. Oh, dude, I ain't even fucking got into this shit. But like, dude, we have this crazy situation going on with our apartment, which is just insane. Uh, and of course, whatever, I'm the fucking main guy to deal with it, I guess. The man of the household. Yeah, you're the, and you're the, the guy. You're the go-to. The first name on the lease and all that. And I'm the eldest. So out of my girl and I. So I'm like, all right, well, fuck. I guess I'm Lucas dealing with this best. one. Oh, man. I guess. But, um, but yeah, it's just like. Like two days ago, I had so much shit to do and like, again, so many decisions to make. And I'm just like, okay, here we go. Like in real time, again, that track is moving and I have to like act or get dealt with. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. So that that's always fascinating. But it's also very exhilarating. And it's like it's also very empowering, too. You know, it's like, okay, how can I deal with this the best way possible? Let me be conscientious of the fact that I have at least to the best of my knowledge, free will to make a decision and yeah, just try to try to make the right call because if I don't make it, nobody else is going to fucking make it for me. So I might as well try. How has your decision making changed this year? Uh, Do you think it's gotten any better? Yeah, it's definitely gotten better. Um, I would say it just like it, uh, like the axis in which I would say I have improved is just like being a lot more conscientious of, of the things that I'm doing Mm -hmm. and like 
that's like spending, you know, how I spend my time, you know, making the right decision and like what's best for me <coughs> and what I consume and what I eat and what I, where I choose to work and what I choose to work on. Um, and just kind of trying to think, I guess, like what benefits, I mean, ultimately what benefits me, but then also like my immediate counterparts and the people around me and like managing a store and shit. It's like, I have to like, you know, I have to be on my toes and I have to take care of people and like, you know, in return, they take care of me. So I guess like my decision making has been, I, I noticed too, it's always a lot better to just like take care of shit, like as it pops up mm-hmm. and not like kind of like delay things. You know what I mean? Yeah. As um, yeah. Killer says, don't let your beef stew. Don't let your beef well, stew. Fire. Freaking amen. Um, and yeah, so I guess, uh, I don't know if it's changed too much, but I've been like a little bit more mindful of like where I step, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And also like something I've noticed kind of lately, which I guess is like ultimately a, uh, uh, I don't know, a division of mindfulness is like sometimes if I'm like about to get, I don't know, sometimes I can just feel like a wave of like, I don't know, you know, like you're looking off in the distance, you're like, oh, fuck, that's a big wave coming of like, <laughs> you know, like yeah. depression or anxiety or whatever the, you know, whatever you want to classify it as. And I, I'll, I'll think I'm like, wait, I see that coming. I see it coming in the distance. Um, I see a war on the horizon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I see a war on the horizon. But like, I'll, I'll think like, wait, if I like let this consume me and if I let this like embody you know, like let this like kind of take over me, then, <clears throat> you know, and if I give it my all, if I give it all of my attention, then like, I know what the outcome is going to be. So then I'll, I'll try to, again, I guess, practice a sense of mindfulness and be like, wait, like look at it, feel it, understand what it is, understand, you know, the, the value and kind of counteracting that and like really sticking to that, you know, and not letting like that huge wave of like emotion come over me. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, yeah. okay, if I let this thing consume me, then God knows how long it'll go on or like what it'll make me feel. So like, instead of like just letting it crash on me, like, let me like, I guess it ties back to as well. It's like having that, you know, uh, internal structure, internal structure to mm-hmm. like deal with those things. And like, I'll be, and I guess ultimately what it boils down to is just like, okay, if I follow this train of thought, like, where's it going to lead me? You know what I mean? And like, chances are, it's probably not going to be somewhere good. Yeah. So like, let me acknowledge it, look at it, you know, like, pat it on the back and then like, let me continue about my, you know, the real righteous way of, of, you know, going about things. So I guess in some degree, that's how, uh, like my decision-making is like, I guess improved for the better, um, this year. So I guess, yeah, just kind of being like a little bit more mindful. Also something I've like kind of been grappling with lately or wrestling is like self-forgiveness is pretty crazy, you know? And truth be told, like, I know, like, deep down somewhere, there's some shit I haven't fully dealt with. But, like, it's kind of fascinating Mm. because, like, truthfully, I haven't had, like, the courage I would almost classify it as or, like, the wherewithal to, like, really sit down and, like, like, apologize to yourself. I don't know. I mean, is that what, like, self-forgiveness is? That's part of it, yes. It's part of it. Because it's, like, it's easy to be, like, like, God, why do I feel bad? Like... I don't care about that anymore. Or like I'm, I'm over that, but it's like, or sure. I forgive myself, whatever. But it's like, have you really like apologized to yourself? You know yeah. what I mean? And like, I don't, I don't know. And I, I think that's something that honestly, it sounds kind of stupid, but like, 
I kind of want to. <laughs> I kind of like be on like psychedelics or something and like really <laughs> take like a deep dive into my subconscious and like yeah. have like a real conversation with myself like and and just walk through that. It'd probably be best if you were guided. You know what I mean? Like yeah. because there's like like, you know, certain type of like therapeutic practices in which like somebody walks you through something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But <clears throat> that's something I've been thinking about lately and like. I haven't found the right like time or space to like mm-hmm. sit down and like meticulously pick through that and like again reach that level with myself. That's, I don't know yeah. if y'all That's have felt that way. Because I was gonna ask you about your because you've been working out a lot. No, oh, shit what do you mean? This year. Oh, like, yeah. as far Big as time. like your your sewing. Big uh, time. Uh, you think that part of that is 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 kind of an avoidance of dealing with those things? Uh not really, because that's like I don't know, man. I've like, I've always had to have some sort of like creative outlet. And if I don't, then it just like, I don't feel that great. And maybe, so maybe so, but mm-hmm. it's not like that because, and I, the, I think the defining factor and the bold line between the two is like, I genuinely love like sewing and I love the process and I love working on stuff. So like that comes from like a, if anything that's rooted in like like deep passion you know what i mean like mm-hmm. and i do that because i love it and like i kind of just have to like it's just like one of those things where it's just like i have to fucking do it like there's really no option and there's no like there's no ulterior motive but just like i i just love creation and like i feel like i don't know i mean it's not i can't say like oh i was put here to fucking design garments or something but it's just like i don't know it's something so deep that it's like i can't help but do it you know what i mean so mm-hmm. i think maybe sometimes it's used as like an an outlet to some degree but it's like if i mean say i was like in a in a down state um yeah i mean i guess that could be like a positive thing to pursue but it's like what else would i do like sit on this chair and be like, hmm, I'm mad. Like, let me be mad. Like, <laughs> you mean, know what I mean? Yeah. Part of part of that process though is sitting with the situation and sitting with right. those feelings and actually allowing yourself to feel mm-hmm. whatever it is you're supposed to feel about it. Right. And then you can truly forgive yourself and move on afterwards. Yeah, know? without right. without distraction too. Cause even even work could be a distraction. Absolutely. Oh, undoubtedly. And even if it's like creative work. I feel like it's a slight difference with like sewing and stuff, but mm-hmm. like even artistically, sometimes like I'll see, like sometimes there'll be like a thermometer check. So I'll be like, man, like I didn't. Sometimes it'll be like brought to my awareness because I'm like, I would look at the song afterwards after it's written, and I'll be like, I didn't know I felt like this, and I was mm-hmm. like, I got to deal with that. Hmm. So it's hmm. just like 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 earlier you're playing slightly. I didn't know I was burned up, <laughs> but like I saw it, and I was just like, oh. Let me stop. <laughs> let me yeah. stop. Let me take a break. Let me let me let me let me do less. And I think if uh, if I am in like a uh, kind of fleeing state where I'm like trying to use something creative as an outlet to escape something, then I think it shows up in my work too, where it's like yeah. rushed and it like just isn't quite right. So, in order to achieve something solid, like you have to be in a solid state, or else it'll reflect in the work. At least yeah. for me personally. So, I think at times I do, but like. 
more so than not that's like one of the purest things in my life that's really like good though my work yeah, yeah. so Sure, you could, but I would say, I mean, now that being said, I, th- I have other outlets, I think, of, like, escapism where I use that instead of, like, you know, dealing with whatever it may be. Um, but no, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I don't know. I'm obsessive with that shit. I can't stop. Uh, well, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I don't know. that. Yeah, that comes from, like, a really deep, sacred place. So... I don't, yeah, I think that the sewing comes from, or like that work ethic. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know where yeah, it comes co- from, co- but it's somewhere good. So I, I, I know that it's somewhere good. So that's, that's all that, yeah. that's all that matters, honestly. How do you, how do you feel, Trent? How do you feel with like coming in terms of like emotions and everything as the, like the year has passed? Um, it's been a very, emotionally, it's been a real difficult year. Really? But yeah. It's, yeah, it's on the upswing. I, um, I'd agree. I don't know. Dude, 29 for me was like probably the fucking hardest year. So like last year for me was like that shit was tough for sure. Just for a number of different reasons. Yeah. So this time around, I think, yeah, I did a little bit better. Now that I think about it, my resolution too was to like take more care of myself, like uh, like just mentally and physically. And that's like a super broad you know, goalpost to hit, but um, I think I, I did better. I I fucking slacked on the gym, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going hard for I like mean, four hey. months. I got like one third of the year down. Hey, it's January. Got to up them subscriptions again. That's when <sighs> pretty that's much. That's when Planet Fitness and every oh my fault. That's when everybody makes their money. All the gyms. But uh, but no, sorry for you, Trent. We're you not getting that Planet Fitness placement. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, that's where the the hard part started. It was last year. Yeah, uh, when I lost somebody very dear to me, and I think uh, emotionally this year I've been trying to to find certain things in me to want to be more creative because it's like it's it's like truly a part of me died with that person, you know? Really? Um, yeah. Yeah, and I've been trying to sort of constantly build myself back up, and I'm not completely. One hundred percent, but there's been a lot of different things that's been helping. Uh, yeah, you know, doing the podcast does. One of my best friends from Texas, like, yeah, this sounds like therapy for you. I'm like, oh, it kind of is, pretty much. No, no that. that's that's yeah. what it feels like, honestly. And it's like I'm I'm really inspired lately, like, uh, like even hanging out with you, Sage, and then like remember when yeah, we were sitting cool. in the diner, we were we were going over our writings, like that that inspired me. And then being at the Phantoms, I was like, yeah, I gotta write. So it's, yeah. it's I'm getting back to a place where, um. Yeah. And it's cool because um, what's it called? Yeah, I feel I feel like um, when you lose some something that's core to you, I feel like the whole, I guess, interplay of phantoms and everything. Like out of that whole process, it taught me that like no one is ever really like lost, even if you think like a part of yourself is like died with that person or like has gone with that person. It's just like no, the memory of them still exists, and like yeah. at one point in time they exist, so that means they always exist. Yeah. so like everything that has happened will happen will always happen and so like that happened means that it was a thing so you may have lost access to some version of it but like new versions always emerge and so it's like a new life that you gain from things yeah. and mm. yeah it's, it's it's tough because sometimes you're like um i think i think i said this before but it was just like sometimes you don't want the whole garden you're just content with the whole with just the rose 
But eventually, like, just with the progression of life, you're going to have to, like, get rid of the rose for the garden. Mm-hmm. And even though, like, you love the rose so much, the garden is, like, a more stable state. And it's like it's, you're gonna you're gonna end up with 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 more. And although you lost like the rose, and the rose is like really important to you, that rose is just reflected. The beauty of the rose is reflected in the garden because the beauty that the rose contained is like mm-hmm. the beauty that is present in all the things that the garden oversees. Mm. So it's like it's really tough because it's just like your attachment to that thing is is really tough. Like that's how it was when what's it called? I lost my dog and everything, mm-hmm. and it was just like walking walking around with like empty hallways and not hearing like the little pitter patter like right. being greeted in the same way. Um, it led it led to it led to like a lot of like a lot of grief and then trying to understand my context in that. But yeah, I feel like I feel like the work. And trying processing that over the years mm-hmm. and doing things that bring people together led to a whole different garden. Definitely. So I'm like, I see that person's spirit. I see my dog's spirit in the people around me. I see like mm-hmm. the same love and care, that same source that yeah. was just present in all the things that like I was able to create. I was able to think like the crazy adventures I was able to do this year. Like I was able to do a freestyle cipher. I was able to meet Rhapsody and take pictures of her. I was able to take pictures of a comedy show, make music videos, like come up with my own project, hosted a gallery, created a podcast, do all these different things. But those things wouldn't be possible without like the love and influence I got from previous. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's true. So, Yeah, I was, uh, you got me thinking now, the other day I, I got my girls some flowers and they were they were roses, and I was just looking at a rose. I'm like, wow, it's so pretty. They smell so nice, but it's so funny, and it's just such a like, uh, just kind of like intrinsic metaphor of life. It's like, but and then I think I like she took one out and then like plucked her finger on it because yeah. you know it has its thorn. I'm like, first I thought of you know Guns and Roses, every rose has its thorn, but <laughs> I'm like, how just just further speaks to like the yin and yang of life. Like it's a rose. It's so beautiful. Like it smells wonderful, but like it has this sharp edge to it. And I guess that's probably one of like the oldest like metaphors of like time, yeah. but I'm like, wow, it's so beautiful and it smells so nice and it's so like charming and like warm to receive, but it like also has this like ugly kind of mean and like painful side. Yeah. And I'm the, like, wow, that I don't know. And it, the craziest thing with roses is like, or just giving flowers in general is that you have to clip the roses. You have to clip the life of a thing to yeah. share the beauty of it. Yeah. And then it's beautiful, but then and it's just like that. It's yeah. beautiful, but it's in a state of like purgatory. It's in a state of decay. Yeah. Like you just try to put like sugar water to prolong same the inevitable. And I feel like that's beauty in general. Just yeah, like yeah. prolonging the inevitable. Like time will pass, things will come to pass. Um, and that's like something to reflect on as year. Everything comes to pass. Mm-hmm. And like dealing with things in the moment, making sure that like your internal core is like there. Mm-hmm. But understanding like we're like a vessel for things. And sometimes the vessel's contents change, but the vessel is still there. So like just being un like understanding of the contents of the vessel but not wholly understanding it like i don't think the mm-hmm. vase understands the water that it contains to preserve the flower mm-hmm. but like the flower and everything is being preserved and that's like the intention that's the goal yeah and so like as long as you maintain that goal like mm-hmm. you're able to to do great things like look at the great things that all you guys were able to do and create despite having like internal struggles that you're mm-hmm. trying to do sure. and that's kind of like the metaphor right there it's just like yeah look at what I can do 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like oftentimes you can get lost in like trying to make sure you're a hundred percent sound. It's mm-hmm. like even buildings are not a hundred percent sound. They have like yeah. little things, but it's not like you'll be none the wiser. Mm-hmm. And everything is always a fixer upper type of process. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think that even speaks to just, you know, pain creates beauty and you know, whatever medium it may be, whether through music or literature or design or podcasting or whatever it may be. Yeah. And I think ultimately that even kind of speaks to our name. I'm not supposed to be here. Turns yeah. out we're supposed to be here. Yeah. And uh, it's really cool because it's, it's, it's nice that like the seed of it, like I felt like, what's it called? Especially with the gallery, it was like cool to see like the podcast go from, from like the idea of a podcast being like sprung in the museum and then just like trying to emulate like my own version of that. And then just having like these episodes be like time capsules to time mm-hmm. and like, like being plucked out of time mm-hmm. and just like conversations. And it's, it's really interesting to see like the different headspaces like a person could occupy. And it's cool to share that because also like my brother listens to this podcast and like my brother lives in like Florida. Mm-hmm. Shout out, shout out Nick. Um, but um, yeah, he listens to these podcasts and I feel like since I'm not there all the time, like he's able to get closer to me that way. Absolutely. And just form like a relationship. And now, now I'm able to, now he's able to understand mm-hmm. me at a, at a more personal level than like the few visits because every right. time you visit someone, it's a little bit different than it's just true. like living and coexisting and then going through the experiences and everything. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like I can share these messages to like someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you can, or I mean, anybody for that matter can kind of gauge the footnotes of like your personality and um, yeah, yeah, everything. And it's, yeah, it's really important for documentation's sake. Yeah. Love cool. that. What do you think, Mr. Diz? Moving um, into 2024, what are we looking like? Uh, we're looking like more episodes. Whoa. Yes, definitely. So wait, uh, is this the end of season one? Um, or is this beginning season two? I think this is a nice this, cap. This is the end. This yeah, is giving this is definitely cap. the end of season one. Okay. Mm-hmm. What um, episode number are we on? This is 22. 22. Yeah. That's 22. funny. I just turned. I went from 21 to 22 this 21. year. Hey. hey. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just had a twenty-one savage lyric in my head. Twenty-one. Um, <laughs> no, but we're um, yeah, we're 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 gonna do more episodes. We're gonna become more disciplined and emotionally sound. Um, mm. Not that we won't have problems, but you know, we're gonna get better at dealing with them. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely gonna start working on more. Well, not start because I'm already in the process of working on more art projects. Um, oh yeah, the art projects are not stopping. And then we're definitely gonna work on putting them out. Yes, you know. Yeah, it's, it's I know. Showing them to the world. And, I know. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna be the Jules. Jules, get on the get on the master. <laughs> Take your time, Jules. Take your time. Take your time. It's, but it's, I'm gonna beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was at the train the other day and somebody was just like, they're from they're at the gallery. They're like they're like they're like Sage. I was like. I was like, huh? <laughs> and then she was like, oh, yeah, it's Phantom's out. I was like, oh, man, not not this. I was like, I got to put it out. <laughs> I was like, I can't be caught out off guard. Like, what's the project dropping? I, I remember I used to, like, be the same type of person that be, like, I don't know, looking at Twitter, like, at Isaiah Rashad, like, think, shout out to him. Like, 
he's like my favorite artist, but I was like, damn, where's the project coming out? Like, yeah. <laughs> and then like they'll be like, and then they'll be like top dog being like, it's being mixed and mastered. Don't worry about it. And it's just like, yo, <laughs> come, on. come on. Now I'm like, I feel the same frustration because like, also the artist is removed from that process too. True. So you're, you're, yeah, because once you submit it, you gotta wait on the date and all that. Yeah, like, you, you gotta you gotta like yeah. wait. And so you're playing the waiting game, so you're waiting alongside the fans. <laughs> it's true. It's a weird it's a weird position to occupy. The people oh. need it. Get it out. Yeah, definitely. Get it out. I know. Get it out. Get it's it not out. supposed to be there. It's supposed to be out. Yes. On all platforms with us. Um but yeah, yeah, yeah. The my my twenty twenty four is gonna be more traveling. I think that Ooh. was a. Uh, that's what I was gonna say earlier. That that I think going to Iceland really, it really um, it really helped me emotionally. Yeah. Uh, and now and that that was the solo. Ne- the next joint is gonna be the group travel. I'm trying to get I'm trying Whoa. to get everybody out to, to a little group adventure. That would be so, so fire. Experience it together. But I want to go on more adventures. We'll 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 work on we'll work on that. But what about y'all? What is your your 2024 looking like? Um, let me see. Honestly, I want to dig into my photography bag again and and like work on my videography and my editing. I feel like I can do I can do a lot of cool things Um, terms of like just achieving things like really nice and visually like I want to I want to make I think I'm at the point where I feel confident enough in my photography because I just started like last year. And I feel like confident in the in this in the point because before I had like no portfolio now I have like a portfolio I know how to like do different things right so now it's time to to be the student again for and evolving on that task mm. uh, twenty twenty four I want to be graduated by then um, that's the goal um, and music I want to have I want to be able to just like perform my music. Alongside with uh, with Jules at a lot of events, just like consistently. Um, Beauty. I want to podcast more often. Hey. I love these episodes. Okay. I love this podcast. Um, and I want to be able to have a little bit more like leisure time and like purposely stopping and like stopping for not like just one day, but like stopping consistently because I tend to like overwork. Yeah. So it's just like not trying to be as productive like productive but the same with like my music like be like lower the amount 2024 we unproductive we're just like we're balanced <laughs> yeah we're unproductive at a purpose like um and i feel like it reflects in the in the art say no more yeah love that Lucas. well what am i doing mm. I'm doing uh, just a more refined version of my current self, I would say. I think that's fair to say. Mm. Um, Let's see. By the end of this year, I'd like to officially have my little business up and running. It'd be really nice. I have. Same, um, I felt that. Yeah, I just like finished the last bit of production I needed to do. And I actually shot the merchandise that i made and now i just have to get a website up and i think i can do that before 2024 so i guess 
just run a small sustainable business in 2024. That'd be cool. Hey. Um, 2023, I finally left my job of like six years and ventured into something new. Hey. So that was a really big one. That's something that I'm pretty hyped on this year. Pretty big earmark. Um, let's see. 2024, definitely still, uh, you know, continue to work on myself and understand myself better understand where i came from where i'm going um be a better significant other for sure sometimes i look at myself and i'm like damn she really loves me that's crazy <laughs> that's <laughs> like so the other morning i woke up and like i looked in i i don't know been fucking around for 30 45 minutes and i looked in the mirror i'm like I look fucking rough. I'm like, <laughs> damn. That's, that's me right now. Thanks for... <laughs> that's me I'm right like, now. wow, she really loves me. That's something. And I cannot take that for granted. Um, so just be, you know, be a better significant... Not be a better, but, you know... Uh, be be a, a thing. Yeah, be a really, you know, be a sustainable... Not sustainable, that's not the right word. Be a... Just be a very thoughtful and loving significant other. Um, improve upon that. Um, let's see. What else? Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Work on myself. Work on my business. And work on my interpersonal relationships. Uh, time management is a pretty, pretty, pretty great one for that one's sure tough as heck to i'm super it. on and off with that where it's like you can whenever be really i'm up and like i'm on it i'm like wow like i see <laughs> the you know lapses in my time management that's that eight hours of sleep shit right yeah <laughs> you wake up oh i'm ready for the work yeah that and nah, like or it's, i it's combination of that and having a breakfast <laughs> oh, those dude, two things you can do anything epic. i love breakfast um uh, and that's, I mean, that's really it. Get this money, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, more funds. This yeah. Year. Just, uh, yeah. yeah, really just, just, just that, just that. That's all I have to say. Be a better friend, be a better partner, work on myself, um, interpersonally run a damn fine business. And that's all the young man like myself could ask for. But Diz. Take us away. Oh, no, before I do, I gotta, I gotta, before we, I guess I'll turn one of them into a thank you, but another, let's hear uh, it. An, another noteworthy uh, thing. I, I went to, it's not my first Comic Con, but I went to New York Comic Con. And right. that awesome. also helps me emotionally because it, 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 I love seeing people of color, specifically black people, like nerd the fuck out. Yeah, it was, was, it's, that's such a fire, fire. experience. Because when I was younger, it wasn't acceptable to be a black nerd. But facts. Now that shit is ubiquitous, and also Fire. starting out with the thank yous, but also the more twenty twenty more in twenty twenty four more photo walks, yo. Yes, oh, the photo thank you guys. I love the photo Ooh. walks. We all came out to the photo walks this year. Um, we're gonna, you know, it's gotten cold, so we we've gotten a little quiet. We've stayed inside, kept warm, but yo, yeah, that that that's a yo. Thank you to Quay for uh, honestly a studio you know. shoot would be really a cool idea. Yeah, we that that's in the that's. Uh, but yeah, 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 yeah. Really um, yo, that's that's my that's my first thank you. Like pitching Quay. some funds. Wait, like for, for um, us? Like, yeah, I mean, for well, sure. part of the um the the photo club. Photo, we'll photo we do need like we'll talk about that. We need mic. like pro maybe like next uh 
Nula Studios. We should do like us three. We should get really good photos. Yeah, we should. We That'd should. be cool. Maybe we could do something. I'm with that. I'm down. Silly that's, and quirky. I know, how to do, I, know how to, I know how to do a little bit of portrait photography. Yeah, that'd be dope. Imagine if we all, like, I don't know, wore cable knit sweater or just something. Oh, like, like yes. <laughs> like, Christmas Christmas. yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah. kicking off season. Some, like, intentionally yes. with the Christmas car shoot. Yeah, or something like, like yes. that. Could fun. That could I also, be fun. I also want to get the podcast, yeah. like, some video footage so that people could see us and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah those that know us know how we look, but those that don't know us don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, actually, that's a good. That's and then that that that'd be interesting to to see people's reactions. Like, oh, I thought y'all looked yeah, like nah. this. Nah, oh, look like that. But, also, um, I just want to shout out. This is like such a frivolous shout out, but not for me. Like, my hair grew so much this year. Hey, like, oh my gosh! Hey, 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 hey. Like, I'm free forming my locks. locks are coming. In. Yeah, I'm free forming them. So it was it's cool because people didn't see like what I was doing. They were like, oh, you're just growing afro. I was like, no, I'm free forming my locks. So they were like. Watch, they're coming in, and then they're now they're like, in. now they're like really long, and it's really they cool. Are. And uh, yeah, for anyone that's doing like a lock journey, they know like the importance and significance of it because it teaches you a lot of patience. And especially with free forms, you have to like stand your ground. You got to be like, because <laughs> I had on business for facts. Because yeah, I had like literally, I had people like tell me like. Oh, like a fam- like close family members, like someone that saw you like in baby, like in diapers and stuff, being like, that haircut looks ugly, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> man. But then and then and then and then once it gets to a certain, because it's weird, because when you're freeforming, it's like little bulbs and everything mm-hmm. while, while it's nodding, so it's not like kempt, it's not like it's not contained, and then like it gets to a really long length, and they're like, oh my gosh, that's so far, like it's so it's such a unique shape, it's such you, it's so you. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, damn guys, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't facilitate it when it was when it was short, <laughs> but yeah, just um, shout out to that. I think it's been like a year and a half, maybe two years now, two years. Wow. So yeah, this, oh, damn. Yeah, so it's 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 gonna. I don't know how long I'm gonna keep it like this, but probably for a little while. Mm-hmm. So yeah, shout out to Love anyone it. with locks and locks. It looks wonderful. Um, thank you, Nate. Shout outs and thank yous to all the people that listen this year, yo. This is crazy. Yeah. It's been crazy. Especially the people sneak listener who didn't tell me they listened. <laughs> yeah. They were like, yo, you remember on that episode you said that? It's like, no, I don't remember. I don't remember what happened yesterday. <laughs> but so yo, crazy. yo, shout outs and thank yous to you. Uh shout out to my brother for always being encouraging. Uh Shout out to who else we got? Who else we got? We'll just go to you, Lucas. You, who go you to thinking? me. Yeah. Um, I'd like to thank y'all first yes, and foremost. Yes, yeah, yes. Well, thank y'all. Um, for let's see, what for? For <laughs> what the hell did we do? No, for uh, I can be I can be fucking anywhere and who knows what in the middle of what but y'all always keep me grounded in terms of like okay we're doing it we're doing it we're doing it (laughs) consistency is super important Mm -hmm. um and yeah y'all are really great at that so thank you for that and also just accompanying me through this journey um so yeah thank you for that for all the things that i don't have to say but we all understand thank you gents um i love seeing you grow as a person lucas i'm not even gonna lie like from wow! Like, yeah, have, have you seen a lot of growth or what? Yeah, or like seen growth. Yeah, really? Yeah, I see. I see. How growth. so? Uh, 
No, wow, no, that's um, that's. I didn't know that was something you were observing. No, of course I observe everybody. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> I observe everything. He's peeking from the azalea um, bushes. Um, just being more willing to take more risk and things mm-hmm. that you do artistically and standing on business. Standing on mm. business, man. Yeah, but, like you went from one location and you're like, I didn't like this. I don't. I, you like you chose mm-hmm. instead of staying somewhere that you like that. Like, you felt like you didn't like anymore. Mm-hmm. You just were like, I'm moving. I'm doing something different. I'm moving. Right. I'm doing something different. I'm moving something different. And that's like character growth for me. And awesome. you had like your own arc and everything. Thanks. From yeah. the beginning of the yeah, year. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm I'm still in the, still developing as we all are. But um, yeah, also like, shit, I don't have any time to waste, dude. You yeah. know, I'm like getting older and shit. So it's just like, yeah, I got to fucking move while I can. And but thanks, yeah. Yeah, you guys you guys inspire me to stay like curious and Absolutely. like always ask questions and like stay <laughs> I'm laughing at you because you keep talking like you're old, like oh, I don't have much time. <laughs> I mean, dude, that's honestly how I fucking feel. I'm I like I don't want to stop you because you're on a trajectory, you know? Uh-huh. And and, and the, I see the positives coming out of it too. So Thanks, yeah. man. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm I don't know. I I do live like I well, actually, that's not true because I'd be fucking around sometimes. But <laughs> I, you'd be procrastinating. Uh, you know, I don't know if I. But, but I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. Okay. Though. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. But remember, at some point, you got to sit on that bench. All right. Oh, Even if it's for 30 minutes, you got to wow. sit on that bench. Oh, that's special to Trent I, because. Yeah. Well, in a 30-second synopsis, there's a man outside of my window that always sits at this park oh, yeah. for hours <laughs> and hours yeah. and hours on end. I'm talking spring, summer, fall, winter. winter he sits there, and his eyes are closed, and he has a smile on. I like and to see the movie going on in his head. It, his it's brain. like, and I was just telling Trent, I'm like, dude, there's a huge level of like self mastery in that and i'm telling him yeah. i've never seen him on his phone uh he smokes cigs that's the only like uh tethered to like anything physical essentially like other than that he <laughs> is i've never seen him eat i've never seen him drink <laughs> i've never seen him and he's not Let homeless he's not homeless but um, anyway, so that was Trent's reference. I have to sit on that bench every so often. Oh, and you're right. I really have to. I really have to because it, life isn't just working. That's the quote for the episode. You have to sit on this bench. Sit um, on this bench. Sit on this bench. Uh, then that, that's, I think that's, uh, as a correction earlier, that's part of the procrastination is the art of doing nothing. Mm. And that's what I, that's what I do a lot. Um, really? Sometimes when I know I need to, to separate myself from things. Uh, and sometimes it is genuine procrastination. But no, 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 no. Back to the thank yous and shout outs. Yes. Um, all right. Well, then in Lucas fashion, I want to thank you guys for for, hey. for sticking with it and yeah. for yeah, it's huge. Uh, for for making me better, I think, and encouraging me and just being there and being friends, you know. Absolutely. Thank you for being yeah, a friend. Who is that again? We down the road Who is that? Golden Girls. Oh, uh, yeah. Really? <laughs> what if we like tied out with that episode? <laughs> or with that song? That'd be sick. <laughs> Copyright strike go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Banned. And this is. This is. Oh, man. But yeah, those are. Well, who else? Uh, thank you to y'all. Um, thank you to all my friends. Thank you. Family. Facts. Everybody that hold me closest here. Oh, my God. 
I'd like to, would it be crazy to kind of thank myself? No. No, thank yourself. No. You got to celebrate. To being a better person. Facts. I still hold my flaws, but I think that I'm more conscientious of them. And I always strive to do better. I know that I'm doing better. Uh, so thanks. Me? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what a that's fucking very, that's dick. Very Kanye of me. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm perfect. No. Uh but People, no. Hey, I guess three artists unite to make sense you, of the world around them. Thank you to the part of myself that is striving to become a better person all around. And thank you to uh anybody that is a good person in my life. Yeah. Yeah, I know who you are. You uh, did you say your thank yous, young I think man? I, I think I did, but just uh, a recap. Thank you to everyone that has like come into my life, whether new or old, and consistently just being with me and being on this adventure and giving me opportunities to like just be myself. Love. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear that. I definitely got to thank friends and family too, because y'all friends. And I family, can be. I, I know I can be a, a fickle. Motherfucker, like I can say <laughs> that's I, the word I was know, looking I for. I avoid my phone a lot and I work a lot, but you know, people still love me and they understand, of yeah. course. And I, you know, I have to say thank you, thank Give you to those that understand, that. absolutely. And with that said, so y'all are saying we're wrapping this year up with gratitude, we're wrapping yeah, up with gratitude, love. Oh, shout that. out, shout out to shout out to originator, shout out to Hopper, shout out to James Dean, shout yep. out to those influences, shout out yep. to Ron Sterling, shout out hip hop. Shout out hip hop. Shout out hip hop. You turned 50 this year. God yeah, damn. damn. Looking good. You don't Yo. have much time left. Hip hop. Get on it. the master. I want to drop on hip hop 50. I want to drop hip hop 50. And with that said, folks, we are out. You've been a grateful, invisible audience. Yeah. Peace. I like to sightsee for what I might see can be enlightening. I know it might be a tad bit frightening.